0: Episode 449. It is a Wednesday here in Cincinnati. It is a gray, rainy day outside, and today is the summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere. There is a lot to talk about, and we're mostly going to talk about Pluto. So join me. Welcome. I've done a lot of talking in all of the other episodes of this podcast. It has been such a beautiful space for me to reflect on my journey and share my journey and talk about all that's been happening as I've been evolving. So if you have been on this journey with me for a while, thank you. It's good to be back in this space. If you are new to my podcast, there might be some magic waiting for you if you want to go explore. Today, I am coming back after two and a half, three months since the last episode, which was on March 23rd, the day that Pluto moved into Aquarius for the first time. That episode is called An Announcement, and it was a download. <laughs> it was a, an energetic of all things that were shifting as Pluto was moving into Aquarius. I also shared about the book that I have since published and released which is available. It's called An Announcement and it really does tap into what I feel is the shift that we're all moving through as a humanity. This episode is about Pluto in Capricorn and how it's preparing us for Pluto moving back into Aquarius. So when I was reflecting on just the difference between that episode and this episode, that transmission and then this integration, it feels like such um, an example or an illustration of infinite embodiment. There is there is an energetic experience first for us as humans before it's felt in the physical reality. It's felt in the human form, and so this energetic download happened in episode four hundred and forty-eight, and now in this episode. I feel like it's embodied and I can speak to all of the different elements of what's shifting and give us some grounded data and structure so that as we move through this shift over the next eight, nine months, as we're moving through this, we have some information to fall back on or to uh, lean further into to integrate the energetic activations that will continue to happen. This is a, a really enormous experience that humanity will be going through. And so I'm going to start with some data first about Pluto. <laughs> Pluto. But first, infinite embodiment. Infinite, the, the consciousness, the energy first, and then embodiment, the bringing of all of that energy down into the human form. This is why the name of my business is in that order. It's infinite first and then it's embodiment. And the infinite, I believe, struggles in this human reality without the embodiment of all of that energy. So when we have downloads and activations, but then we don't bring them in, land them inside of ourselves and then create grounded structures in which that infinite expression can play, life can be very challenging and I believe that's what many of us will be seeing and experiencing even more over the next year. And so this podcast, I hope, is a resource for you. It's something you can come back to as Pluto continues moving, and and you'll find more nuggets. There will be a different version of you that comes back to watch this, and so you'll have a different aha or embodiment of a piece that I have shared. Same with watching episode 448 there will be a different activation that happens each time you listen to the information because you've shifted and the activation is just waiting there for you to receive the next transmission. So, it's going to be amazing, (laughs) it's already amazing, it's just going to keep getting better and better. Alright, I made a whole page of notes, I don't know if I'll use it, but it feels important to give a little background on Pluto. What is Pluto? This has been quite a journey for Pluto, for humanity in relationship to how we define Pluto. Pluto was only discovered in 1930. So even though it has existed, as long as perhaps all other planets, including Earth, Gaia, Pluto was discovered by humanity, we did not know until we knew in 1930 that it existed. And then there was a whole definition and redefinition. Is it a planet? Is it a dwarf planet? In 2006, Pluto was demoted (laughs) to dwarf planet. It is not one of the major planets. It is a dwarf planet. I sit here in my infinite embodiment and say to you, it is just as powerful, if not more than, the energy of all of the other planets. And because it is so powerful, I believe it is often misunderstood. Pluto is... (laughs) often so, okay so pluto as a planet moves in a very um the word in the article i was reading said erratic it's it doesn't have a smooth rotation around the sun the way that the earth does it is more on a an ellipse and so it's sometimes closer and further and um, it takes about 250 years to go all the way around the sun which means it passes through each of the zodiac signs very slowly so you don't see lots of people born in every sign of pluto because people only live maybe 80 to 100 years and so you only see a couple signs of people living in the pluto energy of that that time it's called a generational planet because it impacts generations not individuals small groups of time we i don't believe have anyone alive on this planet maybe they're living somewhere remote who was alive when pluto was last in capricorn or aquarius Uh, that would have been in the 1770s and so we don't know we only have history to guide us and give us some pointers about what may or may not be true about the energy of that time what we can look at is what happened collectively in the generations that were alive at that time So Pluto moved into Capricorn in 2008, and Capricorn is associated with structures and foundations and the ways in which we build um, authority, control, power. Um, There's negatives and positives for every sign. But when Pluto moved into Capricorn in 2008, a lot of the structures started to the shadow in the structure came forward, and the structure started to crumble. The, the bubbles burst. The, the structures we believe to be one way were actually shown to be something else. And so Pluto comes into the sign, and it shakes it up. It, it reveals the energy that is hidden. It brings the secrets up to the front. And it does that so that we can transform whatever Pluto's energy is focused on. We get rid of the things that aren't working, and then we're able to regenerate, rebirth, renew something that is better, stronger, or a more evolved version of what it was before Pluto arrived. Well, Pluto's been doing that in Capricorn energy from 2008 until March 23rd of this year. Lots of stuff has been happening. We had a little shift in march from the 23rd of march until june 11th pluto was uh, went from capricorn into aquarius and in that time there was a whole shake up maybe you felt it maybe you just breezed right through it many of the people i talked to were like what even <laughs> has been happening over the last couple of months when i made the last episode of this podcast i projected i um, said what i thought might happen or what i was feeling energetically was possible and I have seen that play out. I have felt that in my own journey. And that was just the taste of what Pluto is going to bring. So I'm very excited about what we're moving through. I think it is, it is going to be one of the most exhilarating, wild <laughs> adventures that humanity is going to take. And that may be because I'm an Aquarius sun and moon. And so I feel it in a, a very anticipatory way. Or it may just be it is going to be that good. We don't know. There was a three-month taste, as I'm calling it, a little, maybe where the, the cover of the window, the blinds were open, and we peeked through to see, like, what is this actually going to look like? And then the blinds just went closed on June 11th. And Pluto is now back in Capricorn all the way through the end of this year and into January of next year. January 20th of 2024, Pluto moves back into Aquarius again. So it's, been in capricorn for 2008 a little taste this summer the spring of aquarius back into capricorn through the end of the year and early next year and then january through september pluto moves into aquarius and is gearing up is amplifying in my words the energy of pluto and aquarius and then there's one more little dip back into capricorn september to november and i believe that is like um it's like a clarification for us. We're going to dip back into the structural, foundational building energy before Pluto moves into Aquarius in November of next year and stays there for 20 years—19, 20 years—a long time. We are going to be marinating <laughs> in Pluto and Aquarius energy for a while, and I think it's going to be extraordinary. I I know there will be death and transformation, and it's going to be uncomfortable, and it will be very messy for a while, but it's much like when you're birthing a baby. You know, you know that it's going to be this squeeze and tension and resistance and all the pain, and maybe you want drugs, and maybe you need to just have the world leave you alone, and all you do is focus on what's happening, but when the baby arrives, all of that is forgotten, every drop of it mostly. Maybe you remember for a little while, but years down the road, it just becomes a story that you tell. It's like, yeah, it was awful. (laughs) I had the worst experience birthing you. Usually moms tell their children that it was terrible. I suffered. (laughs) We're not suffering anymore. We're sitting with this beautiful human in front of us who we absolutely adore. And it was worth everything to birth that baby. I believe that is what we are moving towards. And so I'm going to share some things that may make you go, oh, I don't want to go through that or that's not going to be great. I don't know if I like that. Just like when you're going to the pre-birth experiences or classes and they're telling you, you might poop on the table, (laughs) you know, you might scream, you might call your partner the worst names ever. It may hurt. It may hurt so much you're begging the doctor for drugs. Like They'll tell you that and in your pregnant state, knowing you're going to have to go through that. To get to the baby arriving you may go oh that's awful i don't want to go through that it's just part of death and rebirth it's part of the transformational process it's part of evolution you know that often used example of the butterfly comes from the space where it turned into goo first (laughs) like we go through portals in order to become something we have never been before And that is the journey that we are entering. We're already in it, but we are really entering it now. We are going to be stronger, more resilient, more aware, more interconnected, more lovable, more loved, more magnificent, more galactically, consciously activated than we have ever been before as a humanity. And to get to that, there's some work that's going to be done and so I bring you this message that is filled with hope, (laughs) filled with excitement and anticipation and joy and all the good and I bring you the reality shift that's going to happen, the physical embodiment work that is going to be part of this transformation, part of moving us into that space of dreams actually becoming reality. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> and also you might be like, it's not going to be great and I'm going to suffer and then what's going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. All that. All that. All right. So let's talk about Pluto. Pluto. I mean, here's what I will say as a disclaimer, right at the beginning. <laughs> I do not know everything. I do not I sometimes think I do, but I do not. And I am not an astrology expert. I if I I told my friend this the other day, if you put a chart in front of me, odds are I'm going to have to go look to make sure I understand all the symbols and remember how it all makes sense. That is not my skill set. My skill set is energy, my ability to feel and intuitively trust and know what I sense is happening, what I sense is arriving. And so I take the information that I research, that I look at, that I study, and I bring it. But when I sit in this space and I share this with you and I continue to share reflections, it comes from the intuitive flow of energy that I I have learned to understand and master within myself. And so the the images, the words, the structure of the stories, the flow, I might have all the notes here, I might have all the research and that's not the point of why i bring you this message it's to bring you the intuitive to bring you the energy and then allow you to receive that energy and do whatever you want to from there always when i talk about astrology i encourage you do the research yourself look at what astrologers are saying they have studied they have mastered their process they are brilliant and they know and they're they're forecasting and showing us with their tools So we have tools to guide our path. What I do is add in the energy, my version of it, my interpretation. And so it may resonate, it may not. So Pluto, the way I understand it, um, I was going to read to you from my book. Oh, well, I wrote a book called Just White Light. And in the last chapter, the second to last chapter, I talk about Pluto. And I might read that in the membership group I'm going to open. I'll start with that. I'll read it over there. But I describe how Pluto is the last stop before we return to source. Pluto is the the doorway home. It's like when the prodigal son returns and the family greets the prodigal son and hugs them and says, "Oh, no matter what went wrong, we're so glad you're here. Pluto is that frequency or vibration to me. And so it's going to take all of the shadow and all of the light. It's going to help you release transmute move through whatever you need so you can go deeper and deeper into yourself because ultimately that is home when when you are more and more in yourself aware of yourself in love with yourself expressing yourself your home and when we complete our soul's journey i believe we take all of that everything home to the the bigger home which to me is source the universe, consciousness, God, one, love, all. That bigger collective frequency, that is the ultimate home. But here in this human journey, infinite souls embodied, home is our own individual experience. And so Pluto is going to continuously bring us deeper home, more into home. So how does it do that? It shows us karma. It shows us... Um, the places inside of ourselves where we're hiding. It shows us our own secrets. It reflects to us collective secrets. It's what else do I have? Power intensity. Uh, Oh, this is awesome. One of the articles, it said, Pluto is a generator of metamorphosis. How true (laughs) it is going to compel you the energy, the power of Pluto and where it's moving in the skies is going to compel humanity to go through another period of transformation. And there's no way around it. When when we are, how do I say this? When we as souls choose to come into human form, we also choose to be part of a collective energetic frequency that is called humanity. We are one body in a collection of seven, eight billion bodies in one energy field known as Gaia or Earth. And so our choice to come as a soul into Gaia comes with the agreement, we're all in this together. We may not remember that when we're souls in human bodies and we're living our lives and countries are fighting with countries and politics are fighting with politics and wealth is fighting with poverty and illness, like when we're fighting over resources we may forget that. But there's there's no way around it. When a soul enters Gaia, the atmosphere of Earth, you inherently are part of everything that happens in that container of Earth because it is contained within an atmosphere, within an energy field. Everything that happens here, like in Vegas, everything that happens here stays here. There's no way out until you decide to exit, to leave, when your journey in the human body is complete and you die. Well, now you're no longer part of the collective energy field of Gaia. But when you're here in a body, everything that happens to one happens to all of us. And so if the stars and the planets are moving, and moon are moving in a rotation, a movement around Gaia, everyone in the energy field of Gaia is impacted by where that planet is moving. So Pluto, when it shifts from one sign to another sign, and it does it very slowly, Right now we're in the middle of a, this is what it kind of feels like, because the shifts are pretty abrupt when you think of how slowly Pluto moves. In a short amount of time, we've had a bunch of movement. It's like right on the edge. To me, it looks like um, a seesaw or um, like a bar that's got a little fulcrum and the seesaw is doing this. So, and I counted the days because I'm like, I wonder how many days it's actually been. So Pluto was in... Capricorn from 2008 until 2023. So that's 15 years. So 15 years. It gets to Aquarius, three months, comes back into Capricorn, stays in Capricorn for 222 days, and then it moves into Aquarius for 225 days, does another little dip back into Capricorn for 79 days, and then into Aquarius for 20 years. So we're in this right now. We're in this little (laughs) and it kind of feels like what the hell happened? What the hell's going on? Is the world a little crazy? Because Pluto is about transformation. It's about cycles completing. Death. It feels like the whole world (laughs) is losing its mind and everything around me. Time is morphing. What is happening? That's what's that's what it's feeling like right now because we're in this sort of wobble. It's not a wobble because Pluto is doing exactly what it needs to. I think it's actually incredibly balanced. It was 80 days, 222 days, 225 days, 79 days. I mean, it's so precise. It's extraordinary. And also, uh, maybe a great example would be, was it, was it called God? Was that the movie? Um, oh my gosh, I can picture him now the guy who did the mask, how am I forgetting his name? Anyway, he did the movie, um, where he, he was connected. He was God. Is that what the name of the movie? I can't believe I'm forgetting this, but he starts working with the moon. I don't know if you remember this. And he pulls the moon closer to earth and the tides are going crazy. And the woman he's dating is like having these emotional, sensual experiences because the moon's power is so much closer. (laughs) And everything gets thrown off because the regular pattern got interrupted. And we feel that. It's the same for us with Pluto. Pluto's impact on humanity is so powerful. And because it's such a slow-moving planet, we don't necessarily attribute it to Pluto or see it in the same way. It's like, yeah, but that happened over years. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius... We had the um, American Revolution, the French Revolution, and the Industrial Revolution in 20 years. What? (laughs) When you look back on it from that perspective, can you imagine what the world must have been feeling? Like, what is happening? (laughs) And it's it's groups. So here we are, uh, having a taste, going back, having another, going back, and then we're going to have 20 years. This... Period of time from March of this year until really November of next year is going to feel like: do we have our bearings? Is it all, is everything okay? (laughs) Are you okay? Maybe I should have started the whole podcast by asking that: are you okay? (laughs) Do you need anything? What's happening with you? Some of my friends were like: what, what? And also, Everything is based on your perspective. If It's the same with birth, having a baby. If your perspective going in, and this was mine, <laughs> the first time I'm like, oh, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt really, really, really bad. I don't know if I can handle the pain. This is really gonna be hard. And I threw my hand up at four centimeters. I was like, drugs. <laughs> and then I slowed down the entire process. I slowed the whole thing down. 24 hours it took. <laughs> My daughter's like, "Oh my god, are you telling the story again? 24 hours it took to birth that beautiful little human girl." And also, there's no pain right now. I'm so fine. My body is so strong. Epidural what? <laughs> but because I went into it with fear, it was so unknown. There were so many scary stories from people. My body, I was not I was not very infinitely embodied. In my twenties and thirties, I just wasn't. That awakening for me did not happen until I was almost forty. It was it was a late bloomer experience for me. <laughs> I look now at pregnant mothers. I'm like, oh my gosh! If I had known, if I had known, oh my gosh! And also, that wasn't my journey. But I feel like when we're anticipating something with the the frequency of. Oh, It's like what they say with a car accident, don't brace yourself. If you brace yourself, you're going to break a bone, like relax your body, follow the movement, flow with the car, and then you're not in resistance to the experience. It's so funny. These examples are like accident birth. (laughs) Yeah, it may feel that way to lots and lots of people. And also, there's the alternative, the alternative is, oh my God, we are about to become something we have never known before. We are about to create a reality with humanity that we, we don't even know what we don't know yet. Like we don't even understand the potential yet. Einstein had his invention. Um, I believe he was, it, he was in Aquarius or it, or it happened in Aquarius. Like science, law, math, physics, like a lot of that is Aquarius energy, the invention, the new. We, we have broken down so many structures and started to rebuild as, as different frequencies. The, the internet offers us so many different ways of creating structures and building businesses. That's Capricorn energy. We, we can connect with people in all parts of the world. And so power can be redefined it's not one hierarchical leader and then everyone else follows we now have the ability to build power and control collectively so there's so much that could happen i can't cover all of it in this one podcast but i'm going to continue to give you (laughs) the best i can okay so yes there is a lot there's a lot about pluto capricorn um some of the, the positives, right? Efficiency, focus, determination, hardworking, ambitious, um, the ability to take charge, the ability to solve problems, to come up with new solutions that didn't exist before. There's a self-motivating energy that is, I think, inherent with Capricorn. The, the weakness maybe, or the challenge could be, are there too many rules, too many structures? Um, is there, are there too many layers in the structures? Is there a desire for too much control or too much power? And so we've been in Capricorn death and transformation from 2008 until now. We had that little window with Aquarius, but now we're bringing what we've opened in Aquarius energy back into Capricorn. We have from now until January to rebuild, redesign, redistribute power to take charge, to become more efficient, more focused with Pluto at our back. I, I feel like if there's an image maybe, so Pluto came into Capricorn and went and like tore it all down, all the structures, all the things, however it played out in your life. Maybe it was money, maybe it was real estate, maybe it was politics, whatever it is, right? It, it takes everything down and then it starts to rebuild. So we started rebuilding new ways, new structures. And then we went into this little window with Aquarius and had this (laughs) aha or whatever happened to us. Now we're back in Capricorn. Can we take that little fresh perspective, that new information, that swirl of energy, and bring it into structures and build in a new way? So can we, um, like what's a great example? Like for me, can I bring the ahas and the ideas that were coming through with Pluto and Aquarius, the ways that I see community building differently, the way that I see technology being utilized in my business, um, my desire to reach more people globally. Can I bring these feelings, these intentions from Aquarius Energy back into my business now in Capricorn Energy and start to restructure, become more efficient, become more focused, Find ways where I can connect and um, just like you're building a house or building an office building, can I bring all the resources together and start to create a foundation, a structure that has this new Aquarius-Pluto buzz in it? As I'm doing this rebuilding, it's now preparing me for when Pluto moves into Aquarius next year. So I have now through January to rebuild, redesign, reconnect, rewire, and do all the things that make me prepared. So when Pluto moves into Aquarius next year, the energy is going to shift again. The realities are going to morph again. I'm ready. I've, I've got my foundation in place. And so what do I want to do now? Anything. Let's see what the energy feels like. <laughs> I don't even know what I don't know yet. <laughs> And then we're gonna do that for 225 days until we have that last little taste, last little, it's not even taste. I feel like it's, it's like the universe sprinkling some Capricorn gold dust over everything that we've mastered and learned from 2008 until next November. It just sprinkles some gold dust, some sprinkles on top of the cake and the icing. And it says, okay, any last pieces you wanna to touch up, anything you need to finish, Let's put the bows on. And then the structures are in place from 2024 until 2044. What? (laughs) What? Can you even believe that? How did we not know about Pluto until 1930? Like, we just didn't even know as maybe they did back in the Egyptian days. And they're now laughing at us, you know, on the other side of the veil. And they're like... You think you're so evolved, humans. (laughs) We were talking to Pluto back when the pyramids were built. (laughs) Like, we don't even know. (laughs) All right. Um, Anything else I want to say? Okay, so Pluto and Aquarius. To me, this is about community building. But in, here's how I would define it. Growing up and for most of my adult life, Community has been me on the outside trying to understand the dynamics of the community and and feel where I fit in. And that's just been my own personal journey. What I sense now is it's about knowing that I belong, knowing that I can be the center and the creator of any community, and then being so embodied in my unique expression like I I know who I am I know my gifts my skills my weaknesses my strengths my flaws like I know what I bring to a community space I know what I hold when I hold community space and so that unique identification expression I have can be in communities wherever I choose or create communities wherever I choose and so I get to redefine that idea of community for myself. That sense of belonging, I think, is one of the, uh, is it flaw? It's not quite flaw. Is one of the greatest challenges, I believe, for Aquarius energy. And I think it's because so much of us sees the future, understands the future, wants to be in the future, that being here right now can feel like don't people get it? Don't they understand? Why does it feel like we have more to do and we're not there, we're here? And that is that is work to do for an Aquarius. Like, be here. Don't be so far in the future, so far in the technology, so far in the science, like Einstein, right? You're so far out there ahead in a different reality that you're maybe missing the reality that's right here being co-created in this moment. And so I think we're going to see time um being experienced differently because Aquarius wants to be future and Capricorn is very much now and there's going to be this back and forth with Pluto in that dance for a little while and so it may feel like wait <laughs> did that just happen was that going to happen did I dream that happening was it, that's that's the part about reality bending that I don't know if we can even put words to it until it starts to happen. It's, it's going to feel warpy, trippy, <laughs> druggy. It's going to feel not real. And the pathway through that, I believe, is to keep coming back to the body, to, to use our bodies as a grounding, as a, a barometer of what's happening by feeling being in the body. And meditation is such a great tool for that. If I wouldn't do meditation where you go out all the time. <laughs> I would suggest meditations that are grounding, that bring you into your body, that connect you with your breath, that connect you with the earth, that bring you into nature. I think all of that is going to be so important for us. Um, and then also our, our willingness and our strength in being unique within community. So not... Fitting in with everybody and looking like everybody and acting like everybody. But being willing to say, I have these new ideas, these thoughts, I have these desires, I have these creative energies that want to move through me. And I speak differently or I see and understand differently. I express differently. Can, can we become more and more authentic and visible and transparent for who we are? And start to see how there are 8 billion different souls in human bodies on this planet. And everyone has something unique and incredible. Everyone. Because every soul that chooses to come into Gaia brings something with them. They they bring an energy, a frequency with them. And it's not like anyone else's. And so if we can start to um, respect and honor and celebrate the individual, the uniqueness within the community, I I feel like our communities are going to become so diverse and fun and playful and um, it's like like when you see an artist and you're watching them work or do their thing and then it sparks something inside of you and then you're more because you watched the full expression of that person and it activated something in your understanding of you and so then you become more and then someone over here sees you and then they get inspired because you're now different and there's going to be uh, what did they call it there's a great article I will put the link in the description by this guy who studied Pluto he went back and said okay let's actually see some of the history and some of the understanding of Pluto in each of the signs and he was describing what happened the last time Pluto was in Pisces so when we finish Pluto in Aquarius in 2044 Pluto moves into Pisces the dreamer, the creator, the guru, the mystic, the completion of the zodiac cycle. Pluto's going to bring it home from 250 years ago. <laughs> and the last time Pluto was in Pisces, it was this the romantic era. Remember the romanticism? It was this creative like expression and that's what we're going to move into when pluto is done with aquarius. So we have we have some work to do from now where not everyone is honored and respected for their creations from that all the way over to this whole I don't even know. <laughs> all I can do is this. It's like maybe we won't even talk then. Maybe it'll just be like movement and expression and energy and like words won't even be necessary. How do we know? We know nothing. <laughs> we think we know, but we really know nothing. <laughs> and that probably is the the main message <laughs> of Pluto going into Aquarius is we don't know what we don't know. We really have no idea. And any one of us that tries to say, I know it's gonna happen and this is what it's gonna look like and watch out world here we don't know. <laughs> we're all guessing because we're co-creating together. And we're co-creating with Gaia. Just like we're co-creating with Pluto out in the stars and the moon and all the other planets and the sun. We humans are co-creating with the planet. And she's evolving and she's dancing and expressing in new ways. And <laughs> We don't know what her energy, her consciousness is is going to create or express, and so that, just like the pregnant mother, we, the baby inside of the womb, we don't know what the pregnant mother is going to do. Is she going to walk today? Is she going to run? Is she going to do yoga and sit upside down and put her legs up on the wall? (laughs) Is she going to eat spicy food that is going to disrupt our flow, or is she going to drink too much water and then we're sloshing, (laughs) pressing on her bladder so she has to go to the bathroom all the time? The mother is autonomous, and the baby is within the mother's womb and dependent on what the mother chooses to experience. Is she going to be sad or angry that day? Is she going to feel creative and empowered, or is she going to be wounded and abused? Like Whatever is happening to the mother is going to be experienced by the baby, and that informs what the baby's experience will be as she's birthed and starts moving around. So for us as humans, Pluto is impacting Gaia as it moves from Capricorn to Aquarius, just as much as Pluto is impacting humans with this experience. And so we don't know what is going to shift with the consciousness of our planet over the next 20 years. Is she going to decide humans are just like really way too busy? (laughs) And so she's going to slow us down with some natural disasters and bring us into more unity. Is she is she going to decide like the pollution we're creating isn't isn't serving the optimal health of the planet? And so we're going to have shifts in weather patterns or. You know, covid germs like we don't know, we I don't know that that was made by Gaia, but we'll see. (laughs) That's a whole that's a whole separate conversation. Let me stay on track here. We have scientific breakthroughs, medical breakthroughs, um, advancements, technology, equality, collective care, policy, law. Like all of this sort of falls under Aquarius energy. And when we're co-creating with Gaia and then humans collectively are shifting through things, there's so much that's up in the air we really aren't going to know until we all co-create so my encouragement for all of us is to be empowered in being the best most fulfilled expressions of ourselves to be aware of the astrology to be feeling the energy and embodying the frequencies that serve us more and more steadily when we stand as autonomous grown adults within the womb of Gaia we're still like the baby but when we are empowered and acting from truth and acting from clarity and we understand why we're making the choices we're making and we own them and we're proud of the choices when we're aware of the words that we're speaking and the energy that we're emitting around us when we're consciously choosing to live lives that are beautiful and fulfilling and contributing back to the greater good. I don't know what more we could give, right, like that, that is the greatest contribution we can make to humanity. And the more and more of us doing that, the more that ripples through humanity. And so, yeah, it's going to get kind of bumpy for a while and it may look really messy. The same thing I was saying about the birth. If we go into this experience like, "Oh God, this is gonna suck," it will suck. I mean, it will, <laughs> because we're so powerful that our thoughts create our reality, and now we've got Pluto amplifying that. <laughs> we will create that. If we if we move through this time as much as possible in a state of wonder, like can you believe we know this time we didn't know the last time Pluto was in Aquarius that it was happening now we know we have information we have awareness we can choose so do I choose to take time and to meditate and to be in my body and to pay attention to the articles and the guidance of astrologers to tune in when I share energetic frequency like this and to allow it to percolate and bubble inside of me and and use that information to guide my choices from a place of empowerment like as i navigate in that way there's no room for fear and when when we trust and when we pay attention and when we move and we act from such a steadiness from such a knowing that the baby that we're going to meet by 2044 (laughs) we've never seen a baby like that before like that baby will be walking and talking and singing and dancing within three months. <laughs> we don't even know. We don't even know. But if we can trust that, it's going to be extraordinary. The world we are in today and the world that we were in in 2008 has so much more truth now, has so much more clarity, so much more connection. There. There is a way that power is now being discussed that was not happening in 2008 corruption secrets like so much of this has bubbled up and it may look gooey and messy and like but did we solve anything is it actually better I think truth is always better always truth is always better even if we don't like it I would rather the doctor tell me, like, you're going to hurt. (laughs) This is going to be painful. You get to choose. Do you want drugs or no drugs? I'd rather have that option than have the doctor lie and go, oh, no, it's not going to, or the doula, it's not going to hurt at all. You're going to be fine. It's just going to be like taking a little walk in the park. Who wants that? Truth and information allow you then to make choices that you are empowered in. And I feel like that shift is only going to deepen So one of the things that I would offer if you're looking for like, okay, thanks for all this. What do I do? (laughs) I would say spend some time looking back at what you've experienced from March 20th. Well, look look at what's happened in your life from 2008 until now. Like what kinds of shifts. So for me, 2008 is when I separated from my first husband. So massive upheaval in my life, massive truth and clarity and using my voice and expressing my power and giving up control and then finding control and rebuilding. I rebuilt my entire reality from 2008 until now. I got a divorce. I started working. I found energy work. I started working for another person and then I started my own business and then I found my new husband we got married we bought a new house like what even is my life now from 2008 until now and it wasn't a bad life in 2008 it was amazing and it wasn't the truest expression of me now this this is me I have found an identification, a clarity within myself that is so authentic and so true and so empowered and so clear. And so I get to show up in this energy of like, yeah, it's magic. (laughs) It's only going to be more magical. So begin by journaling with yourself, 2008 until now, through the lens of transformation, through the lens of death and rebirth, through the lens of Capricorn, What has shifted in my reality? That will, one, show you how far you've come, which is pretty remarkable. And it will also show you some themes of how you've moved with Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. And that might be helpful as you're looking at how are you going to move with Pluto through the next 20 years in Aquarius. So look for themes, look for patterns. The next thing I would do is look at March 23rd of this year through June 11th. What what happened? What was going on? What were the, the main things that you were focusing on? Who were the people? This is such an interesting one to me. Who were the people that showed up in that window of time that maybe hadn't been in your, as prominent in your world before that or for a while before that? Who showed up? Who left? Who wasn't as, as present? Who was more absent in that time? Your schedule. Like, how did your schedule feel? Was it jam-packed or super spacious? Did you feel overwhelmed or like on fire and in your flow and efficient? When you, when you really spend some time feeling and thinking into, uh, Melanie and Lair who I study with, she uses the word contemplation. Richard Rudd of the Gene Keys, contemplation, contemplation, <laughs> contemplate. March 23rd through June 11th. Look at your calendar. Look at what was going on. And then spend some time really looking for uh, ahas. I I don't even know what to name because when you look at your experience, you will see and, and know for yourself what was actually happening, what was important and what wasn't important. For me, I was deep in studying in this program I've been taking and so much of my conversation and my time was spent around business, building a coaching business that is epic that is beyond what I've ever believed possible before. A lot of my time was spent on Zoom calls. I was in constant conversation with women around the world. The global aspect really showed up in that window for me. The efficiency of how I use my time, um, my understanding of I can't sit in front of a computer all the time. I've got to stand up and move and walk and get the energy. When it was so beautiful. One of my clients on one of my calls, maybe a month into that time, she's like, your energy feels like you're stuck in concrete. And normally it feels very uh, flowery, alive, like the earth energy. It's very bubbly and vibrant. And she said, you just feel more concrete. And it was such a great wake up for me. I feel concrete because I've been sitting on a slab of concrete, watching a computer screen, (laughs) engaging, listening, talking, I wasn't moving enough. I wasn't connected to Gaia enough. And so I started doing more of my calls, walking, you know, listening while I was walking, out with nature, moving, running again. Look at your two and a half months. Was there enough fun and play in there, or was it all intense and heavy? In that window of time, I believe our souls were showing us some of the threads that we're going to be exploring over the next 20 years or at least the beginnings of where the threads will take us. The people who we were spending time with, I believe it's showing us like these are the main people that you're going to be walking with for the next 20 years or that you're going to walk with who will guide you into the communities that you will be with for the next 20 years. And when I say all of this, it's not absolute. This isn't my filter, my understanding of what was experienced. And it's not to create that feeling in you of like, oh, it was awful. I had an awful two and a half months. I don't want that for the next 20 years. Can you get through the, the layers or the judgments you have or the labels you have of it was bad, it was awful, it was intense, it was whatever. Can you get through those layers and feel what was, what was your attention on? What was your focus on? What um, relationships were What were relationships teaching you? What was your body teaching you? What was the death and transformation energy that was happening? If you can get beneath the humanness of it to the energy underneath, you're going to have so many ahas. And then I believe when we, when we do that review of the three months and we look at 2008, you know, sort of that longer span until now, now we're here whenever you watch this video i'm making it on the summer solstice june 21st so we're 10 days post this transition back into capricorn i feel like right now i'm just starting to get my grounding of my ahas and what it means of the shift from aquarius energy infinite into grounded embodiment action structure foundational building putting things in place so um, I was out of town at the last few days of that little window and then I came home and that first day I was home I pulled out my calendar I, I cleared the deck of all the things that were no longer necessary I put new post-its on for things that I feel are now starting to bubble I looked at my planner went on my my Google my website made a bunch of changes like everything was about landing the energy into grounded, structural process that can then move me forward and so I believe that's the space that we're in right now it's now through January things are going to come up we're going to have feelings because Pluto is still transformation it's still bringing change it's still showing us growth potential growth we're going to have stuff come up Can we create uh, an experience for ourselves, a practice for ourselves of having the aha and then grounding it, becoming more efficient, more focused, more aware? That's like the mastery now of Pluto and Capricorn. It's saying everything you've been doing since 2008, can you now apply it at like next level focus? Hardworking, determination, all the Capricorn attributes. Can you, can you be that? And this time is now going to prepare us the, what I say, 222 days from when Pluto moved back into Capricorn on June 12th until January 20th of next year. We've got 222 days, love that, to build, to restructure, to reorganize, to be super focused and keep our determination and our commitment moving. And I don't know what I don't know yet. (laughs) So by January, I'll have to make another podcast because I don't know what the energy is going to be like when Pluto moves back into Aquarius next year. It's right around my birthday, so I'm super excited about it. It's going to be amazing. All right. So first thing to do, do some journaling, do some reflecting, go back through your own calendar and your own events and see what ahas come through. The second, go learn more from astrologers. So follow the ones that you follow. If you don't have any good ones, uh, Forever Conscious is amazing. Astro Butterfly, um, Virginia Rosenberg. Um, I, don't, I can't even think about There's so many. There's so many brilliant astrologers. So follow them and see what they say and then apply it to your own schedule. Um, if you do not yet follow me on social media, I have posts that I put up when it feels inspired on Instagram and on uh, Facebook and on TikTok. And so you can follow me on all those and YouTube also. Um, Instagram is where I hang the most. So if you want to be in the vibes with me, that's where I post my stories and more articles. I have a Guys Love Daily. I post every day. And uh, the intention of that is just to hold a steady frequency as we move through this time to have a little blip of inspiration and it's through um, an image from Gaia, music that feels like it has the frequency of the moment and then some thoughts for contemplation that I share through my voice. So it's just a 30 second video that keeps the frequency steady and moving as we're going through this time. If you have all this coming up and you're like, oh my God, Viv, I want your eyes on my calendar. (laughs) I want your eyes looking at Pluto with me. I offer activation sessions. I only do eight per month. You may have to book in advance if they're already full. They're $333. It's an hour and you'll move. (laughs) Uh, I also offer a community space. It's called Infinite Embodiment Practicum. We meet at different times and for different intentions depending on which class you want to sign up for. And there's all kinds of magical experiences in that. I call it IEP. I love the idea that we're tailoring our own learning and, and applying it so that it serves our highest and best good. And that's what IEP stands for in my feeling of it. And so there are six different class levels that you can join. So I'll put all the links to this below. I have um, a membership idea that just started yesterday. I don't have it all cleared, but I think what I'm going to do is create a page on my website under 2023 events that's called Pluto, and I'll put this podcast and the last one and then some of the articles and things that I'm finding on that page, Um, and then I'm going to sort through what I am feeling, and then I will post the offer there, and if you're following me on social media, you'll hear about it. I also have an email list you can sign up and I'll announce it there. But it feels like some sort of membership where every month I'm sharing my experience, like my personal experience of how Pluto is, how Pluto is moving through Capricorn and Aquarius in my life, how I'm feeling um, the shifts and how I'm working through them, how as it comes up I'm processing and um, finding steadiness and expansion. I think those are going to be just audio, not video, but I feel like it would just be a weekly little thought drop, (laughs) and I'll just keep it in a membership area. So I'll post more about that, but I think that may be really fun. And then in September, I have created an extraordinary, an extraordinary experience that I'm calling Metamorphosis Mentorship. Metamorphosis, which was validated to me when I saw the article, and it described Pluto as the generator of metamorphosis. I've specifically timed that program to run from September 21st through October, November, December, and into January, ending on the 20th, which is when Pluto moves into Aquarius. So I've designed this program to be four months of walking with me in weekly sessions on Zoom as a group. There'll be 20, 21 of us, where we we walk through a metamorphosis of our human experience we integrate all that is happening in the capricorn energy and apply it and prepare ourselves for this pluto and aquarius energy so to me the mentorship experience is not you show up and you wait for me to tell you whatever i think you need to hear it's we all show up together you your magic beautiful magnificent being that you are me filled with all of my experience and energy and we we walk together we share our stories we support each other we talk about what's happening we we share wisdom and there may be moments in that where i coach or someone else is coaching or we're supporting each other in those kinds of activations but it is about the journey together walking side by side together and so that will go September through January. Um, the exchange for that is $4,444. And it's already up on my website under 2023 events. So if you know that's for you and you want to claim your spot, I would suggest you do that because it is going to fill up and it's going to be off the charts. Awesome. <laughs> I'm so excited. I feel like I'm calling in all of my my friends that are going to be playing in Aquarius Energy with me in this work that I do. And it's I just can't wait. I can't wait. And then the last line I had is, stay tuned. I have no idea. I have no idea what else is going to flow through. I know that this experience I'm having, there's such a focus on Pluto. There's so much excitement in my body as we're moving Pluto into Aquarius energy. I can feel how the work that I do, the work that I've been doing in my life, like all of it is has been preparation for me to be one of the guides, one of the leaders as consciousness shifts and stepping into that more and more in my own life and in my own work, it's exhilarating. It's grounded and exhilarating all at the same time. And so I can't wait. I'm excited now. I'm excited for what's coming. Like all of it is so good. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being on this journey and in this space with me and for taking the time to tune in. I would love to hear your thoughts your reflections on all of this and yeah, if you want to connect, um, outside of the space, all of the options are available. So sign up for a session or join the communities and let's see what happens. I wish you so much love. Thank you for tuning into this vibration of pure love. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.